Hey, House of Prayer, my name is Peter Coe and I'm the youth pastor here and I am so excited that you're joining me for this week's weekly devotion. Uh, it's a really cool thing we do and you've heard from lots of different people. Today I wanna get real real with you and talk about some stuff that confused me or just kinda got my mind thinking differently and I had a lot of questions. I was reading in 1 Kings uh, chapter 13 and I wanna give you a quick recap of that so we can jump to the passage I really wanna talk about. Uh, and that is uh, basically to break down the story for you. Uh, Israel split a little bit and Jeroboam's king of a lot of the tribes and Rehoboam is king of a few of the other, uh, another tribe. And Jeroboam creates different false places for them to worship so they don't go back and revert to their old ways and to their old king. And so this man of God, he's labeled as that in chapter 13, comes before Jeroboam while they're doing stuff on the altar and worshiping and he points at the altar and he, and he prophesies about it and then Jeroboam reaches out in his arm that gets mangled and stuff. And, and so the altar splits, just like the man of God had prophesied. The ash falls on the ground, signifying that it is an unclean offering. And then the Jeroboam's like, please heal my arm. And so the guy intercedes on his behalf to the Lord and his arm's healed. And then he tries to invite the man of God back to eat. And he's like, no, I can't do that. The Lord told me not to. I'm not supposed to come back the way I came either. I'm out. So then this old prophet, he, his sons tell him this story. And the old prophet tracks down the man of God and says, hey, you got to come to my house and eat food. And, and you know what, we'll profit together kind of thing. Maybe that's what they do, buddy, buddy. Uh, and he's like, no, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not supposed to eat food here. I'm not supposed to come back the way I came. And then the old prophet lies and says, an angel of the Lord told me to tell you this and to bring you back and eat with me, which is just so irksome. So the guy goes back and he eats. And in the middle of the meal, the Lord prophesies through the old prophet who just lied and tells him that you have not done what the Lord told you and that you're not going to be buried with your ancestors in a gist, basically. And then they go back to eating, which is just crazy. I mean, what do you do after that? You gotta get some good grub. So the, the man of God leaves and on the road, he gets killed by a lion and the lion doesn't eat him completely and it doesn't eat the donkey and people who see it just see the lion and the donkey sitting there with the dead body. And the old prophet goes and gets him, buries him and tells his sons that when he dies to bury him with him. So right in there, just this big, you know, kind of irksome feeling of where is the justice in that? This guy gets lied to by supposedly a man of God himself, an old prophet, and then gets killed. And there was just a lot of questions jumbling in my mind. And it kind of reminded me of Ananias and Sapphira, how they withhold money that they got for selling this field to the, the new church there in Acts, and they die. They die from that. And it just seems like, you know, I've committed a lot of sins some that seem in my head, I'm playing judge now, worse than this, why have I not dropped dead? Why haven't my arm, why hasn't my arm been mangled? Why haven't I been prophesied over that someday later, you know, my head's gonna explode? I don't, I don't understand it. And I was thinking so much about this and I was led in part, I don't have the full answers for all this, but I was led to the book of Luke and we're gonna get in there. And before we do, I wanna talk to you about two types of justices that you see, especially in the Bible with the Lord our God. Number one is, restorative justice. And this is kind of like uh, seeking out vulnerable people who need justice, people who are being taken advantage of, social structures. And that is the one uh, restoring to you in right standing. That is the one the Lord works the most in. And you see it very prominently in the Bible, but you also see another type, which is retributive justice. And I didn't want to mispronounce that. Um, and that is like, if you steal something, what you did is your payment. You go to jail for that. You, it's like an eye for an eye kind of idea. And you see both of these in the Bible, but you often see the Lord working the most in restorative with 
bits and pieces here and there, of course, naturally, like, you know, the flood and different portions of this, of retributive justice. Um, so, like, you think of the, the story of Jonah. Jonah runs away, and he is eaten by a fish. A little bit of retributive in there, and then he's restored to land, and, you know. But we don't always, not in every story of the Bible, get to see all the sides of the justice that the Lord is working. And isn't that the same with real life. We don't always get to know, like with Ananias and Sapphira, with this man of God, we want to know these facts. We want to know how did the Lord restore this? How did the Lord make this right? Uh, and we don't always get to. Sometimes we can create different uh, notions of like why it was okay for the Lord to do this. And I want to encourage you to stay away from like arguing in your mind of, oh, why was this okay? God was unjust. Look into the passage, recognizing that God is just and focus in on how he is still working. And just because you don't get to see the final end result, just like we don't know the end result of COVID right now, and we don't know the end result of our days on earth, look and see him working and restoring just from in the Bible, the whole reason Jesus came. He was restoring. He was giving that justice. Um, and so this is in Luke. This is uh, Luke chapter 18. In the wrong yes, this is Luke chapter 18. Check this out. One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city, that, that would be someone who you want that restorative justice to, a widow of that city came to him repeatedly um, saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? So right there, you see this persistence of this widow um, seeking justice for this. And we are to be just like that with God, seeking justice, bringing our prayers before him. And he is quick to give that, even especially when we are trying to play judge and what he gives us as justice doesn't seem just. Uh, there's another section which kind of goes along with this in Luke chapter 11, and this is uh, verses 5 through 11. Check this out. Um, he's doing another teaching. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. So just, you know, may, they're both kind of tough friends right now, but we'll keep going. But I tell you this, though, though, uh, he, he won't do it for friendship's sake. If you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds and everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And this is key, verse 11 right here. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? I don't fully get the justice system 
of God or how just he really is. And I don't think we all do, but there is a measure of wisdom and understanding we can have as we pursue knowing Christ and becoming more like him. I, I kind of understand, you know, the restorative and the retributive justice and how that works, but I don't get why certain outcomes happen to some people and don't happen to others. I don't fully understand. And, you know, you can explain them in different ways. You can be like, oh, well, he was, you know, he deserved this because of this thing or, or because it was the first of this. And But those, those things sit troubling to me when I'm trying to explain why God is just in a situation that I don't see how he's just. And so with that, uh, with these passages in Luke, I wanted to encourage you and me and anyone watching uh, to continue to be in prayer, to continue to be asking God for knowledge of justice, but also for wisdom, for his Holy Spirit to reveal things to you as you're reading scripture and praying. And that goes way more for these stories, but for all of scripture, for the world, for COVID, for the U.S., America, all that, it's all of that, that wisdom and growing in that, and we can continue to ask God for those things. And the word says that he gives wisdom to those uh, who ask of it, and he gives it in abundance. And, and here he tells them to continue to ask, and the Father will give the Holy Spirit. And so a lot of great encouragement in that, where in our confusion in the world and, in, and even in the word sometimes, the Lord can bring clarity and can bring... Um, can bring justice as well. And and so I love that this was something that I kind of struggled with because even though I don't love to like not understand, I love to have to seek for that wisdom. So I'm going to pray for us and uh, ask God for that right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we uh, thank you and praise you for your word. And we thank you that you are a just and a holy God. And I pray you would help us to commit to uh, being attentive to your word, to seeking understanding, to pursue uh, your wisdom. Uh, that we would uh, do justly, God, that we would love your mercy and that we would walk humbly with you and that you would encourage us as we go from here. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's uh, weekly devotion with me, Peter Coe. I hope you have a good one and we'll catch you next time.